Hey everybody, this is John Maroon and welcome to Spotlight, uh, the Maroon PR podcast, all things public relations, and we're going to deviate a little bit from traditional public relations talk today. Joining me is Chris Daly. Um, Chris is our head of business development and our brand. Chris, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Yes, it's, you look very excited. <laughs> yes. Um, joining us today is John Dinkle. Um, John is the former publisher of the Baltimore Business Journal, and today John is the founder and principal of Dinkle Business Development. Welcome to the Maroon PR Podcast Spotlight. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. John, we want to... Uh, touch on um, relationships and it's such an overused word and it's one of these all encompassing sort of things but it's so vital to so many different businesses not just when it comes to business development but just overall creating a healthy environment um, building a good team uh, being willing to op- be open and share uh, your information and your knowledge and your Rolodex utilizing certain tools so um, you've been such a master at this over the years, and you've been so good at maintaining relationships and help lead to you starting uh, Dinkle Business Development. Talk a little bit about that from your perspective, your kind of general philosophy on relationship building, relationship sharing. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so yeah, when I was the publisher at the BBJ, it, you know, it was it was all about relationships, whether it was you know, from the editorial side of things to the sales side to the audience development side. And, you know, as, um, you know, the premier business to business publication in Baltimore, you know, I felt um, as kind of the lead BD person there that, you know, we constantly needed to nurture, develop, and, um, you know, work our relationships because that meant, you know, new sales leads, it meant new, um, you know, story leads and things like that. And, you know, I, I don't think a lot has changed, you know, over the past, you know, uh, 11 years that I was the publisher there. You know, relationships are still a huge part of, you know, business development and a huge part of, um, you know, what a company should be doing to, you know, bring in new business and um, nurture their clients and things like that. I mean, you know, I, I do think, uh, you know, social media has taken, uh, you know, a kind of a toll on some of the, you know, face-to-face relationship building and you know I think um, I think we get we get uh, kind of mired down in social media a little bit sometimes and it's uh, kind of an, it can be an easy out but there's nothing that replaces that face-to-face you know um, kind of building you know whether it's you're in person at a lunch or you're bringing them to the office or you know whatever that is nothing I don't think that has changed um, at all even with the digital age. Sure. I, I mean, I would agree with that. It's, you know, things continue to evolve, but that just human interaction piece is so important, whether, you know, if, you know, if you're far apart from somebody, even just hopping on the phone and getting to know somebody's personality a little bit better, um, that human interaction is never going to change no matter how many tools are out there to make it easier to connect with people. Um, that human interaction is always going to be, you know, the, the strongest way to build better relationships. It is, and I think um, I think as you know, business owners and CEOs, you you know, you get uh, very tied up in the day to day, and it's kind of hard to get your get yourself away from the office and make time for that. But it's critical, uh, especially at that high level. It's critical that you're out there, you know, uh, meeting with uh, your peers, 
um, working with your peers, um, you know, um, sitting on boards with your peers, because all those things, all those little touches, you know, can um, not only just lead to new business, but, you know, just lead to deeper relationship and, you know, referral networks and all kinds of things. It's just, there's nothing else that replaces it. It's funny, John, we talk a little bit, you know, about, you know, working with a lot of millennials. We have a lot of young folks that work here and they're super smart and they understand things that I just don't comprehend, especially in the social media and digital age and all that good stuff. The one thing that I really try to stress to them is go a little old school, right? I mean, instead of tweeting yeah. at somebody, let's pick up a phone, let's go have coffee meetings. <laughs> we, everybody on their de- uh, here at Maroon PR on their desk has a stack of thank you notes and we just really encourage them. <laughs> if you had a good interaction with a client, you had a good interaction with a media member, whoever, take five minutes, write them a note. The, it sounds really archaic, but I think that the power of written notes goes a long way. It tells somebody you actually gave a crap enough to pick up a, a piece yeah. of paper and a pen, put some thoughts into paper and, and mail it off to them. And I, it's little things like that. I think that can still go a long way. And speaking of the it's bit- huge, I, it, go it's ahead. huge. I can't remember, you know, when I was at the TV, sorry to interrupt that. It's such a great point. Uh, you know, I, at the BBJ, I can't remember the last time I got a, you know, a thank you or a um, kind of a written note from a client or a potential client or a vendor, you know, um, it, it, but you know, when I did, it was, it was. It is a really powerful message, and one thing that we taught the account executives to do too is because you know it was a, a big news organization in town. Is if you have a client and you know you see something happen in their industry, or you see something happen with a competitor or with them, you know, send that article to them and like just let them know that you're thinking about them. Let them know that you're you know these little kind of touch points. It's not it, you know it takes thirty seconds, but it really does mean a lot and to keep building on that relationship with little touches like you said whether it's a note or sending an article or you know sending them a bottle of wine after a big deal whatever it is those little touches are important i think um they those tend to get lost sure and you know speaking on the business development front we get a number of rfps that come in or you know people that reach out to us looking for public relations help and you know, just to take it a step beyond just the email interaction, I always try to come up with a way to set up a phone call um, rather than just asking questions via email, try to set up a phone call and ask them the questions, um, you know, over the phone. And then that way you can kind of build a rapport and they can get a little bit more of a sense of your personality and your company culture rather than just speaking through a computer. Um, like you said, you know, that human interaction, um, really goes a long way. And I think that, you know, people that are making decisions on what public relations agencies they're going to go with, um, you know, if, if you do set up a phone call and you get a chance to talk to somebody for 30, 30 minutes or so, you know, they, they can just relate there, there's more human aspect to it. And I think that can really help during the decision process. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Chris. And then when you, and you you know, meet those people out at a networking event. It's not it's not cold anymore. It's a it's a it's a warm introduction. It's hey, I remember talking with you you know a couple of weeks ago on the phone. You know, it's not. It's just it's a warmer it's a warmer call at that point. Yeah, absolutely. John, I got I have a question. I mean, you've obviously you know through working at the BBJ and obviously now, you know, you're out at networking events all the time. You're meeting a lot of people, probably more than the normal business executive. Um, you know, what is your follow-up process and, you know, collecting business cards and 
sort of uh, organizing all of your contacts and staying in touch with people that you want to stay in touch with? Just curious to get your thoughts on that. Sure. Yeah. So I was at a, an event last night, actually. It was um, like a small event. Um, the, um, uh, it was basically introducing the new president of Mount St. Mary's to the, you know, some folks around the business community. And there was only maybe 35 people. And um, I was fortunate enough, I knew uh, many of them, but I didn't know a lot of them either. So, you know, my, my thing, I always want to continue to expand my network. And, you know, I spent some time with the people I know. They, they were curious of what I was doing now. Um, but also just made an effort to introduce myself to other folks that I didn't know. And, you know, when I get their cards, I'm using now a CRM, um, you know, online that I can come in, you know, scan their cards with the iPhone, um, get all their, their information already uh, are automatically updated to my, my CRM, and then I can go and start making, you know, kind of contacts. And really what I try to do with, with, with the next day is, you know, email them and say, hey, it was great meeting with you, um, you know, and if there's, if there's, I always try to, when I'm networking with somebody, is there's like a little bit of information I can get from them. You know, I, I met a, a lady um, who works for Sister Cities International, and um, we talked about, you know, um, how she works with, you know, cities around the, the country and pairs them with cities in Europe and ar- around the world. So I might like, you know, if I felt that she was a potential client, I would obviously write something about that. And, you know, maybe if I could find an article or something, just send it to her. You know, the, the one thing I always try to think of when I'm out networking is, and if I, and if it's a potential client, and, and especially now that I've got to do my own thing, is what kind of value can I bring? You know, is, you know, when they get that email from me, they maybe it's the first time they met me, but, you know, I want them, I want to show them some type of value. You know, if, um, it, even if it's just, and, and value could be just remembering a little piece of the conversation, like, oh, wow, that guy was listening, you know, or it could be, you know, um, an opportune time. We're talking about something that's big in, in the media night right now, like, uh, you know, the uh, Amazon having a second headquarters, you know, that came up last night. Well, maybe, I could, you know, send a BBJ article, you know, over to them about what they've last reported. Little things like that, that, that sending them a little bit of value just, you know, just helps you stand out from everybody else. Yeah, it's a thoughtful approach. John, you said something to me when we met a couple of weeks ago that was striking. I think when you were going through this process of deciding to go out on your own and hang your shingle and start Dingle uh, Public uh, Business Development, sorry, <laughs> um, you said that you had met with 30 or 40 people over like a couple of week period, and that blew me away. Yeah. And I think there's there's a lot of trepidation for a lot of people doing that sort of thing, but you seem incredibly comfortable doing it. Um, you retain uh, those conversations really well. I mean, is that a practice that you had to develop over time? Is that some of you always been a guy that's like, hey, I love meeting people. I want to sit down and talk to people. Or did that kind of come and say, I have to do this to be good at my job and I have to develop this skill? Or was it somewhere in between? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. I, I, you know, I love getting advice from people. And, um, you know, when I, this idea started coming to fruition, I wanted to get advice from people I knew, people I didn't know, um, you know, other consultants, you know, coaches. And, you know, it, it was, um, and I, I think inherently people, especially business owners, want to help other, you know, business owners, you know, and, and they're, they're happy to give their advice as long as, again, you're giving back some value. I mean, I felt, you know, for me, you know, when I was asking advice from someone, you know, 
I would ask, well, what can I do for you? I mean, you know, I, you know, is there somebody that I can maybe introduce you to, or, you know, is there, uh, is there anything you're, you're struggling with right now that maybe I can help with in my experience? But so it's a little bit of both. I mean, I, I wanted, um, you know, I, I think, um, I love going out and meeting people and that's why I loved about working in the BBJ and felt very blessed to, you know, kind of be there for that long because I got to meet a ton of different business owners in different industries and it i just love the way small business owners tick and, it, and it's just, it's a different breed it's a it takes such guts to go out and do that that it, it's it was it just it's exciting for me to go out and talk to people like that you know so it was fun i had it, i learned a ton and it, it ultimately over that period of a few weeks of meeting that many people it led me to you know making the decision to go out and go out on my own John, I was just curious, I mean, what your approach is, you know, thinking through all of this, a lot of times I feel like when I'm at networking events or just, you know, anything in general, and you come across people that might not think that you're going to bring any value to them and they don't really have an open mind. So, you know, my approach is always going into, you know, it's it's easy when you're meeting somebody sometimes to say, I don't know if this person's going to bring me any value or whatever the case may be, but you know, it's always important to just kind of keep an open mind and because you just never know, you know, where that person might end up in five to 10 years. So you just, you know, it's, it's important to just kind of keep an open mind about that sort of stuff. And I was just wondering, is there any particular example that you could, that you came across where you kind of met with somebody, you didn't know um, what kind of value they might bring to you and it turned into something great? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, so when I was going through this process, um, and that's a good point, I always, you know, think even though if you, the person you find out pretty quickly, maybe it's not a good target or maybe not, you know, there, they will probably know someone that is, you know, and so uh, through this process, I met with, um, uh, three folks. We went out to lunch. I had not met two of them before. Um, the, the person had, um, that knew me, um, wanted to introduce me to two people that, I thought I'd be, you know, uh, that would help me with the, the business. And, you know, what that relationship turned into, you know, someone who, um, one of the folks I hadn't met, um, probably not a good, um, you know, client of mine because it was a very small business, but she ended up knowing a ton of people that she's already referred me to two or three people and has helped me on a, a board, you know, so it, it, you do need to keep an open mind person might not end up being a client of yours but they probably know someone that is and you know you can you know through the through my conversation there I, I got to understand how connected this person was and you know made sure I understood all right she's she's probably someone I need to know and need to have a relationship with because down the road that might turn into something you know referral so yeah it's important to keep an open mind John, over here at Maroon PR, our tagline for years has been driving growth through relationships. And it's something we don't just say. We really believe it. We love opening our Rolodex. We love sharing relationships and making introductions where it sees fit. kind of goes above and beyond the, the prototypical uh, public relations endeavors. And I, and I think in a lot of ways it's helped us really grow and it's really helped us retain our clients because we bring that added value. As you're going through that process and you decide whether or not you're going to make an introduction or share your Rolodex with some folks, what kind of uh, assessment are you doing inside, you know, to say, hey, this is a, somebody I could trust and believe in or they're not going to abuse this relationship? Because you do have to be careful with that, right? Yes, you do. And and that's the thing. You know, I 
when I looked at, you know, uh, the type of business I wanted to start, it, it wasn't going to be, uh, you know, executive introductions because, you know, I, I, will that happen naturally as I'm working with someone? Yes. You know, at the same time, you know, your relationships are, they're, you should protect them. Like, um, you know, like you do your kids, man. It, they, because they can go away like that. One, one kind of wrong move, you know, and maybe um, too many introductions and not bringing value is going to hurt the relationship. So I'm very protective of that. And, um, you know, I'll only introduce someone who I really feel like this is a, this person needs to understand this product or really needs to meet this person because that really will show them value. Again, I, I look at what value I'm bringing to the person I'm introducing. You know, I, I want them to think, wow, I'm, gl I'm glad John like introduced me to that person. I never knew this product was out there or this website or, or, you know, I'm glad I met that person. They're going to really help me. So I always keep that in mind because uh, it is, uh, you do have to be careful. You can't just, you know, go out and wing a bunch of introductions and because um, that, that won't last very long. Um, so, you know, what I try to do and what I will help clients with is, you know, introduction strategy is how to, you know, um, me not doing the actual introductions in a lot of cases, but teaching them how to get in front of the right people and, you know, who are the right people. Yeah. And John, I mean, obviously you just kind of started your own new venture. We were just curious to hear a little bit what your goals and objectives are and kind of where your, where your vision is headed. Yeah. Thank you for asking. I, so, you know, when I was at the BBJ, my, my biggest passion and the most fun I had was when I could go into the office and, you know, help one of the reporters uh, with, a, with a story lead or get a story lead for them or open a door for one of the sales reps or, or come up with a creative idea for a client. You know, those are the things that made me happy. You take all the other stuff away. That's, that was the thing that, that I really was passionate about and I loved. Um, so now I feel like I can do that for other companies. And it's, it's, it's got me really excited that, you know, it, how can I teach, you know, a client to, you know, improve their business development strategies and, and plan um, to fill their sales pipeline, you know, cause that's what I've been doing for the past 25 years. And I'm, I'm passionate about it. I love it. It's fun. And if I can, man, if I can help that one client get to that, you know, one customer that could mean, you know, a big sale for them or a big relationship, that that would just make my day. Well, we're yeah, so that, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, John, we're excited to have you um, helping us out over uh, the next several months and looking forward to that. I'm going to ask you one last question and we're going to let you go. And I know you got, you probably have a whole bunch of meetings and relationships out there that you're going to go connect <laughs> with after this. So, um, the last question is more about, about LinkedIn. Um, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of folks are, are challenged by the best practices for LinkedIn, how to use it properly and really use it as a tool to connect with folks that maybe you don't know. Um, do you, are you very active there? And, and, and if so, how do you utilize it? Yeah, so LinkedIn, I, you know, I, I have a, a fairly fairly big LinkedIn, um, I guess, account, I guess you could say, or following. I use it um, I use it for a lot of research. I mean, if I'm, you know, um, going to an event and I know um, if, if, let's say there's, um, you know, an awards event and I know who's going to be there, I'll go in and kind of connect with those folks ahead of time. Um, and, or if I'm going to an appointment, I'm making sure I'm connecting with them. But I use it a lot as a kind of a research tool to get the, to know the person, um, or the company before I go call on them or before I go out to an event, awards event and want to meet the award, um, honorees. 
So I'm, I'm using it that way. As far as, you know, uh, con- connecting with folks, you know, obviously, you know, when you come back from a networking event and you have a pile of, you know, of business cards, you should immediately go in and connect with those folks and send a message. Um, I'm also, you know, with this new venture, we'll hopefully do, um, you know, a lot more content on, on LinkedIn, you know, at the BBJ, obviously we, uh, put, you know, content through LinkedIn all the time. Now that I'm on my own, I do want to use that more as a vehicle to, um, you know, kind of position myself as uh, a business development expert. Um, so my own content, but also sharing content from, from other credible sources and things like that. I mean, it's a good tool. Um, and I, I definitely, uh, use it on a day to day basis. And I know there's some folks in town that, that really do um, specialize in that. And that, that's not one thing I, I will specialize in. I'll give tips and, you know, talk to folks about it. But there are some folks in town that, that do it as a specialty. And, you know, if it's um, it probably wouldn't, you know, hurt to reach out to those folks and, you know, do a, you know, kind of a, a seminar. Yeah, definitely a good tool in the toolbox. Uh, John Dinkle, yeah. Principal of Dinkle Business Development. John, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your day and, uh, you know, kind of shedding yeah. some light on this whole uh, subject of relationship building. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me, John, and, and good to see you, Chris. I, I Wow, I look forward to working with you guys. Thank you so much. So that was John Dinkle joining us here on Spotlight Maroon PR's podcast and all things PR. It's a little bit of a divergence from what we usually talk about here, right, Chris? I mean, it's not not traditional public relations, but it's such a big part of everything. I thought John's insights were were unique and helpful. Right. I mean, I think it's a conversation that we can certainly talk about again. Um, You know, our tagline for years has been we drive growth through relationships. And it's, you know, what does that mean? I think it can mean anything from a simple introduction, just because, you know, the people that work here and you and we just have a lot of relationships on different levels, whether it's with the media or whether it's with different businesses or our clients. Um, You know, we can a lot of times that work goes unnoticed a little bit and it's not necessarily, you know, a cut and dry type of service like media relations or, you know, creative design type of stuff. Um, but I think it's a, it's a value that we bring to clients and, um, we've had a lot of successes over the years, whether it's just partnering clients, you know, sometimes we need to kind of invent a story a little bit and we can partner a client and make an announcement and, and make something there. Or we have nonprofits that are always looking to get in front of new partners. And, um, you know, so we have those relationships and we can kind of forge that sort of thing. Um, so it's it's something, especially in the world, obviously relations is in the word public, you know, is in the industry public relations. But um, it's it's a very broad thing and it's very important to our industry and i think it's uh something that we do really well no i agree and i I think it's hard to your point earlier i think it is hard to kind of describe that as you're talking to an organization about potentially utilizing our services because it's almost like the longer we're with them the more we understand their business we more we become um uh ingrained with them as part of their team and then the relationships really happen right and we could see it with a lot of longtime clients like you know, Ripken and Decisive and GBMC and, um, you know, these relationships have uh, 
that we, and the introductions we're able to make to them have really helped them grow their business. But it's not something that you do just like that. You really kind of have to understand their business. You have to understand their needs. You have to see that connection. The more we know them, the more we're ingrained with them, the more we're going to see those connections and potential connections more naturally, right? right? And I'm starting to see a little bit more in some of the RFPs that we get, you know, especially with restaurants that are opening. You know, they're looking to partner with local organizations or just local influencers, things of that nature. And, you know, it's becoming it's becoming a bigger part of what we do. Whereas when, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't really set out to become a relationship building agency of sorts, but it just kind of evolved over the years. And I think more and more as the landscape changes and, you know, you don't it, it's not just traditional PR anymore. You have to go outside of just placing a story in the newspaper. You have to, you know, forge partnerships and, and build people's database and build their own, you know, build their own network of, of people and, and for mutual beneficial results. Um, and it just you know, it plays a big component of the public relations landscape right now. For sure. Expectations for clients are a lot higher than they used to be. Um, but that also gives you opportunities to bring that much more value to them and show it that much more. Um, Chris, thanks for joining me. Everybody, thanks for downloading and listening to Spotlight Maroon PR's podcast. And we'll talk to you soon.